We all would like to think that we know where we are going and how to get there. But at every stage in life, we need divine direction. God has promised to guide us if we simply follow. The fifth and final section of Psalms are referred to as Deuteronomy Psalms because they remind us to keep returning to the truth of God's Word. Join us as we study them with Scott Pauley today. On an amazing journey we've been making through the Psalms, and we've come now in our study to the fifth and final section of the Psalms, which begins with Psalm 107 and concludes with Psalm 150. Now this particular book of Psalms is referred to as the Deuteronomy Psalms. You'll remember that earlier in the Old Testament you have the book of Deuteronomy, and that book was the book of the second law. That's what the word Deuteronomy means. It is a book of repetition and remembrance and reminders. It was the time when God gave the law to the children of Israel the second time in preparation for them going into the promised land. So it's a return, if you will, to first principles. It's God saying to His people, let's get you where you're supposed to be so that you can move forward. Well, when you come to Psalm 107, you begin this Deuteronomy Psalm section, uh, that is also the emphasis. It is a portion of the book of Psalms which takes us back uh, to the first principles, if you will. It is literally a return to the truth of God's Word. Uh, that's why you find Psalm 119, the great psalm of the Bible, the psalm of the Scriptures in this particular section. And the first psalm in the section, Psalm 107, where we are today, is a historical psalm. And it is an amazing psalm. It is believed that Psalm 107 was written on the return from the captivity. So think about it. Here's another generation of God's people who are needing to push the reset button. Another generation returning, another generation needing to remember. And so what does God do? God goes back and recaps certain truths for them. He reminds them of certain things. Psalm 107 begins this way, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good for His mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And then he begins in verse 3, all the way down through verse number 43, to re recap, to review, if you will, all of the occasions, or at least many of the occasions, where God's people were in dire straits, where they had failed and were living with the consequences of their disobedience, but they cried out to God, and God shows them His goodness and mercy yet again. It is a psalm of praise to our great God. It's a testimony song. Now, when we left off in the Psalms, we left off with Psalm 106. Listen to Psalm 106, the beginning of it. Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Now listen to how Psalm 107 begins. O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Every generation must learn to give God thanks. Every generation must learn to give Him praise, and every generation must be reminded again and again of the goodness and mercy of our great God. Now for sure, Psalm 107 is Israel's story. As you read Psalm 107, there's a great deal of history of the nation of Israel, but I want to go a step further and say that Psalm 107 is my story. And if you're a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is your story. It has this famous expression, let the redeemed of the Lord 
say so. One of the first things that people say to me when I talk to them about witnessing, sharing their faith, giving a testimony, they say, well, I just don't know what to say. Well, Psalm 107 tells you what to say. What will we say? Let me give you a few things that we can say. First of all, we can say that our God is good and our God is merciful. That's how the psalm begins. That might be a good place for us to begin. To talk about the goodness of God. We're living in a world filled with evil. We're living in a world of sinners surrounded by other sinners and living on an earth that is cursed by sin. So uh, there's a lot of bad around us. There's no doubt about that. If you watch the news, you're going to hear a lot of negative things. But never allow the badness around you to rob you of the goodness of God. Get your head up, get your eyes on the Lord, and remember God is good. The first thing Satan always wants us to question is the goodness of God. And if you don't believe me, ask Eve. It always leads to disastrous consequences. So remember who God is. He is good, and He's not only good, that's His nature, that's His essence. Praise His holy name. He is also merciful. Isn't it wonderful that a God so good would be merciful to those who are so bad? This is the miracle of mercy. This, this is the gift of grace that a God who is so high and holy would love us who are so low and brought so low because of our sin. That's really the story of Psalm 107. So if you want to know what to say, don't start with you, start with God. Uh, don't talk about things, talk about a person, talk about our good and merciful God. And then a second thing that you can say is you can say you've been redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Have you been saved? I mean by that, have you been born again of the Holy Spirit? Have you by faith repented of your sin and received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? If you have, then you're redeemed. You're one of God's redeemed people. And redeemed people ought to say so. Everybody else is saying so. Why aren't God's people saying so? Every cult group and every cause, every uh, cultural person that wants to try to make a name for themselves, they're all speaking. So where are God's people? Where are the redeemed ones? Where are those who can say, I know the good and merciful God personally because He has changed my heart. He's changed my life and He's changed my eternal destiny. What shall we say? Well, let's say first that God is good and merciful. Let's say second that He has redeemed us. Here's a third thing that you can say. It's repeated all through Psalm 107. In verse 6, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. Verse 13, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distresses. Verse 19, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saveth them out of their distresses. Verse 28, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He bringeth them out of their distresses. Are you getting the picture? Uh, repeatedly in this beautiful psalm, God reminds His people that when they pray, He hears. And when they ask, He answers. So here's something we can say right now. We can say that God still hears and answers prayer. And proof of that is that He has answered our prayers in the past. Go back and, and review, remember all of the goodness and mercy of God in answering your prayers Remind yourself of that, remind your family of that, and tell others that no matter how out of control things may get here, our God is still in perfect control. And no matter what men may do, God still hears and answers prayer. And then, here's something else we can say. In verse 8 it says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. 
we can say with authority and with assurance that not only is God good and merciful, not only has He redeemed us, not only has He answered prayer, but God is still showing His wonderful works to the children of men. In fact, verse 8 is repeated. In verse 15, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. In verse 21, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. And again in verse 31, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. Are you getting these cycles of man's desperation and then God's power being demonstrated? At the end of each one of those verses, there's an exclamation point. I love the enthusiasm here. God's people ought to be an enthused people. We ought to be excited about the fact that God has not left us alone. He has not forsaken us. He is still at work in this world. And if you think the devil's fighting right now, let me tell you why the devil's fighting. The devil's fighting because God is working. And so with authority, here's what you can say. God is good and merciful. He has redeemed me. He has answered prayer and continues to do so. And the Lord is at work in this world. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you have been helped by today's Bible study, we would love to hear from you. You may connect with us or access the archive of all of the Psalm studies online at scottpauley.org. It is our prayer that the Lord will continue to lead your life and that you will continue to follow. This is the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you.